Welcome back to Real Talk with Chuck and Pam. We've got a special podcast for you today, and it's special because we have an interview with Roxine Helberg. Roxine is the writer and director for the new thrilling film, Cold Copy, that has an end that will blow you away. It's about a journalism student played by Belle Powley, who is trying to make a name for herself in Diana's class. Diana is played by Tracy Ellis Ross, two powerful women with equally powerful performances. Stay tuned and listen to what Roxine had to say about making this movie, what it means to her, and how she developed these incredibly rich characters. Roxine Helberg, thanks for joining me to talk about your new thriller, Cold Copy. Wow. Um, I'm not going to give anything away because the ending blew me away. Thank you for doing that. That's a hard thing to do when I see 350 movies a year. So thank you for doing that. Thank you. Um, your film focuses upon a journalism student, Mia, played by Belle Powley, and her professor and talk show host, Diana, played by none other than Tracy Ellis Ross. It's a really complicated tale that on the surface, it looks like it's one thing, but then to me, it quickly evolves, or maybe I should say devolves, into something so much more. What was it in your life, or maybe in our world, that inspired you to create this story? I wanted to explore the effect, the personal psychological effect of the manipulation of truth. And um, I've always loved writing transgressive, flawed women. Um, and, you know, it was really liberating because I think that the pressure to sort of conform to a specific set of traits is particularly felt by women. I know that I felt it. And in this story, I was getting to play out the worst case scenario of that pressure. So it was almost <clears throat> like a cautionary tale to myself. But, you know, I wanted to explore like I was saying, that relationship with truth and a very particular form of attention economy sensationalism in a heightened way to examine its dark side. So I think it's it's about examining our system and how a broader cultural attitude can breed particular types of people and reward that behavior. Well, well said, especially with rewarding that type of behavior. That's exactly what came to my mind in one of the earlier scenes between um, Mia and Diana. Um, now, creating the character of Mia, um, how do you get inside the mind of a character and then be able to write that character? I'm really intrigued by that because this is, this is a very, very deep woman who's had some issues in her past and we really get to know her, but that's not you. So how do you, how do you create that character? Mia is an ambitious journalism student that slightly makes of young, relentless ambition on the one hand and uh, insecurity on the other. And I think despite uh, her more front-facing flaws her, or her, you know, de occasional detachment and awkwardness, she is someone grappling with the distance between the life they want for themselves and the sort of dawning terror that they lack the ability to really achieve it. And my approach to writing her and Diane came down to realizing that these are two women with at the very core the same drive. Right. And that's success as a door to validation. 
Um, I think they seek that status because they feel deprived of connection. And in Mia's case, because she lost her mother and as an adult struggles with social connection. And in Diane's, because she wanted to break away from what she saw as a dead-end, lonely childhood from the start. And the dance they then get to do throughout the film is rooted in that, the fact that they're superficially so different but centrally so similar right speaking about loss and how that develops your character you know diana and mia aren't the most likable characters in the world and that's a really bold choice to bring two of your main people together and i didn't really like them but i had to find out what happened to them but that's when you bring in igor who you know we have such heart and compassion for this young boy again who has experienced loss. Tell me about that theme of loss and how bringing Igor's different aspect into that really affects the story. He is so charming and genuine and unpretentious and he's sort of at ease with himself in contrast to Mia. And yeah, you're right, he's the heart of the story. In a story that is about the cost of abandoning truth, he's that cost. And Mia has made him into the exact thing he doesn't wanna be. You know, he's someone who's trying to escape a story and the shadow of his mother's success in order to connect with others as a person. Mia is trying to find the story of the success at the cost of connection. And so there's a nice mirror there. So with Igor, what was most important was that he represent the opposite, someone with similar hardship in life, but who hasn't turned that struggle into fuel for something dark. Okay, very good. Um, I like that aspect of, of mirroring each other. And, and I mentioned at the very beginning, Tracy Ellis Ross plays Diana. I mean, what a, what a powerhouse. And tell me about directing her and what kinds of cues or information did you give her so that she really brought this dynamic woman to life? I mean, when you work with someone of her caliber, your job is just to stay out of her way. I mean, she's just, she just, She's so talented, and she, but she's also a really interesting person, and I think that that enriches um, uh, her performance. Um, you know, the thing is, she's charisma embodied, but she can also plumb to these incredible emotional depths when she wants to, and it's effortless. And that was really perfect for Diane because you need the audience to be wowed by her and to fall under her spell a little in the right. way that Mia does. So that when the deeper emotional cracks start to show, it has real impact. And, you know, it was just so exciting to see Tracy play a character like Diane because I had never seen her uh, play a character like that before. I haven't either, but that just shows you she can do anything and everything. You know, as a journalist myself, um, I cringed several times at aspects of these characters and their intrinsic values or their integrity, or maybe I should say lack thereof. Um, what do you hope people will take away from this film? On one level, I hope they feel drawn and interested and galvanized and thought provoked. And on the other, I want them to feel, leave, you know, feeling uneasy about the way truth can be weaponized and how that's affecting us as human beings. You know, I don't think that the movie presents answers to that problem, and it's not meant to. It's meant to show this idea that manipulation and dishonesty will always breed more of the same, and that it always has a personal cost, and that we can all fall prey to it. Okay. Um, and I hope it's a fun ride. 
Oh, it's definitely a fun ride. And, you know, this is all about the interview process and what happens during these interviews and editing. Having this be the story that you're telling, did you have any, like, qualms or hesitations about doing interviews? You know, when I was writing the script um, uh, to sort of immerse myself in that world of sort of high-stake journalism, I watched a lot of interviews. Um, that uh, was the element that felt most essential. You know, I watched so many great interviewers like Oriana Falacci or Christiane Amanpour mm -hmm. um, to get a sense of the rhythm and how these experts put their interviewees in a position where they're sort of compelled to open up. Okay. Um, and I think that that's that high wire act that makes this kind of journalism so engrossing. I think there are so many incredible journalists out there. I wasn't nervous because I think um, most journalists want to uh, tell the truth. Okay. Uh, and my hope is that the amazing work that so many journalists do will get the eyes it deserves and that sensationalist journalism um, will fade into the past. I don't know which side will win, but I know which I'd prefer. Yeah, you and me both, you and me both. <laughs> Tell our viewers and listeners where they can see Cold Copy. So Cold Copy is coming out Friday, this Friday, the 26th of January in select theaters. And you can also find it uh, on VOD, uh, uh, online, on iTunes. Uh, I hope you guys watch it. It's a really fun ride. It really is. Roxine Helberg, thank you so much for joining me to talk about this thrilling, chilling look into human nature and journalism. Thank you. Thanks for listening to our special podcast today on Real Talk with Chuck and Pam. You can take a look at our interviews and our reviews on realtalkwithchuckandpam.com, as well as our YouTube channel where you can watch our interview with Roxine Helberg. You can also catch us every couple of weeks on CBS 58 or Racine and me with Alex Corradetti. Lots of ways you can check out our reviews, but we would love for you to listen to this and share this podcast. Thanks, everyone. <laughs>